offline podcast. Um, Ron unedited. I think my first comment here is for everyone who's been waiting. Thank you. Um, the encouragement has been great. The holdup has definitely been my inability to delegate and put my pride aside to teach myself and let someone maybe try and edit my content. But we're finally here. Um, Ron edited content with first guest to go live. The original Nate Robinson. <laughs> Not so original Nate Robinson, but sure. You're I'll our city's it. Nate Robinson. I'll take it. I'll take it. You're our city's Nate Robinson. That, that may be the goal. May or may not be the goal to like outshine the dunker Nate Robinson. Is that hard? Is it what? Is that hard to do? Um, Not here. <laughs> yeah, not, not here. in your own city. Not, not in my own city. Not in no. your own city. I wouldn't say that. Especially not, not in a completely different lane. But yeah, man. Just trying to make a name for myself. That's what it's all about. The man, the right place, right time. <laughs> Mr. Right place, right time. We'll go, we'll go with that. Uh, well, we'll delve into that a little bit more. And I think it's always important to start. And I always want to start these with uh, trying to figure out where we met. Mm-hmm. And I'll leave that to you because I can't remember. Okay. Um, I think indirectly... Through a through a contact, I don't know. We were we were just like in the in the same place at the same time, and uh, we we had a few people in common. Where you were in the right place at the right time. Where I was in the right place at the right time. Sure, yeah. Um, and at the time, you had some really popping pants that I wanted. So <laughs> it's contraband. Yeah, yeah. It's contraband. Three W Y. Yeah, this is definitely that era. Um, what were we doing? Uh, it was the off-white something or the other where Virgil was in town and um, Chris from Contraband uh, had him come through and I don't know. We ran into I, each other and we brought it up. And Yes. Yeah. That was... But on the real though, that was actually the first time... Mm-hmm. That we met face to face through interconnected worlds, yes. But like the first time was that season presentation of Off White for sure. Downstairs, old contraband, old Cum- Cumberland, Cumberland, Cumberland downstairs, original um, contraband. That was that was some good days. Yeah, that was some good days. Shout out to the contraband. Um, but I say I say you're the man of right place, right time, right place, and I've said that before, and I'll say it again mm-hmm. now is that. You, I talk about that time, and you're kind of a man of mystery. I guess, uh, I guess that's where I'm, where I'm coming from, or where a lot of people see me as. Yeah, you're a man of mystery. You just around uh, a lot of times, but right, you always, you're always ahead of the game. But I say that because that's a compliment. I'll, I'll take it as a compliment. No, I'll say that because I think what always stood out to me. Is that I wouldn't say you take a chance, but you go to try and find culture. Mm-hmm. Um, Hoxton, mm-hmm. you at the, it's a place where none of us would go, right. but you would go because a, a guy that had a t-shirt that dropped right. at Nomad was spinning. Yeah. And we're like, cool, he messed with Kanye. It's a nice hockey jersey, but Absolutely, was yeah. really going Those who were in new, like you know, we all knew Ventrill and everything, right. but like you end up being there. There's just a lot of ominous ways where you end up in places. And, you know, we sort of talked about a little bit, but like, I want to give you the platform to just sort of go 
go through how is this deliberate? Like, do you seek um, out moments? Because you're the right place at the right time, all the time. Uh, well, first off, you mentioned that I was like a kind of a man of mystery. That, I would say, is definitely not deliberate. I would say <laughs> it comes off as that. But, like, I'm not intentionally trying to be secretive. I'm just, like, more times than not uncomfortable in really public situations or, like, speaking my mind where, like, everyone can hear me. So this is totally like a different venture for me, like just doing a podcast in general. But in terms of being in the right place at the right time, I don't know, man. Just like, just really finding what I like yeah. and like minds. So mm-hmm. even if I'm like out of town, going to like a different city, I'm definitely going to try and like um, collaborate or not even collaborate, just like talk to like minds and pick their brains and find out what's going on in their city and let them know what I know about their city just to know like, so they know where I'm coming from. And it's just like things like that, it kind of put me in like a interesting position often. But I, but I said this to you earlier and I'll, I'll, again, like I'll say this now, it's like you go out to seek. Right. Like, you know, you talk about being outside the comfort zone and going out to different mm-hmm. places. Like, you pinpoint and earmark things that are happening around your ecosystem mm-hmm. and go out to see them. You're not, you know, yes, public settings may not be the best, right. best setting for you, but you make a conscious effort to go where the heat is, where mm-hmm. not necessarily hype. I don't want to use hype because, you know, hype is what it is, but like where heat is. You just sense that something, there's a movement happening right. and you'll go out. You'll go and have these moments. You'll go to Chella, mm-hmm. you know, even though you're not a desert man. No, I'm not a, I'm not a desert person. <laughs> 40 degrees yeah. and, and alcohol mixed with like 12 hours of standing is not for me. You had the fits planned out though. I had the fits planned out. You had the fits planned out. 100%. You, was it safety vest? What was that? That was like a last minute adjustment. <laughs> like I just really wanted something just to get into the spirit of Coachella. Like you always see these crazy, um, just like outfits on Instagram. Yeah. So I forget that after all, like a one, two. Um, and it's crazy because I remember that morning like vividly. Um, I was recovering from the Friday night, which I found out you can't drink and stand in the desert. Um, <laughs> but like that Saturday morning, like I put on... It was like this military grade vest and it came from a military grade store. And I just did not have the confidence to pull it off without a shirt underneath. And then I just threw back a shot or two. I said, man, I'm in Palm Springs going to Coachella. Like, let's just go for it. Like, let's double down and just, like I said, going into like situations or circumstances where you know you may like it or you may have fun from it or yeah. like you may meet somebody who could like be somebody or some something relevant to your life but like just going into those situations where you may be uncomfortable just doubling down and going for it where did curiosity come from i don't know i don't know i think maybe just like consistently being on the outside looking in mm. being on the outside looking in is kind of like the narrative to my life maybe what is that from you know, openly being a Brampton man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I moved a lot growing up. Okay. And like, it was like a lot, like maybe four or five times mm-hmm. in like six years. Oh. 
So it was like I was always observing who I was around or what the environment or setting may be mm. and trying to like assimilate or be myself, like, like my best version of myself within those new settings. Right. So yeah, maybe like on being on the outside looking in is like a certain level of curiosity that came from that. Well, you also experience different environments in very yeah. short windows of time. Oh yeah, for right? sure. So it was just like, you know, um, mom on one side of the GTA, dad on the other. Right. Mom moved around like water, dad stuck in one area, but still tended to move around that same area. So like yeah. just getting like a whole feeling for like Toronto as a whole. And even that made you feel like well, the outside looking in, I guess, because you were shuttling yeah. from side to you side. Know, you, you couldn't partake in Exactly. And you were never in like one. Well, I was, in, I was never in one consistent place. So. Mm. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Maybe so you that's created why. your experiences, basically. Yeah. You just started seeking out. At what, at what age did you say you just started like going out, out? Right. Like you were, you were um, like, hey, the show is happening, so I'm going to go and check this. Or I'm going to go drop a few bands at Crunchy Band. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. First of all, I appreciate your business. Yeah. I never, I, I will use this platform to thank you personally oh, man. for supporting um, the most, I think the most important project, my boys and I. The, pl- um, the pleasure was all mine, man. Like, man. Those pants, even to this day, like the cuts on them are great. My brothers and I poured our heart and energy into that project. I appreciate the support. And I felt it. I felt it too. Uh, it was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> you got you to give yourself some credit. Like, those, different time. those are fire, man. It was a different time. But yeah, what age do you start, you know, being like, okay, I'm no longer an observer. I want to be a participant. Um, so I would have to say like first year university. Like maybe mm. grade 12 leading into like first year university. Mm. Um, just being not necessarily out on my own, but like out of my own. Mm. Like uh, I was going to York University and um, I was playing basketball at the time at this school for the school. And um, I got a chance to really be my own person and really experience things that I prior couldn't. Right. Um, my, my mom was very strict. She wouldn't like, she would literally tell me like, yo, you could play on the sidewalk from this side of our driveway to like that side of oh, the driveway. Wow. Yeah, like extremely strict, extremely strict. And I'm not, I'm also not coming from like the sweetest of places. Like I'm from a very small co-op in like the west side of um, Toronto. So I don't know. I guess just like being so cooped up for so long, yeah. that bit of freedom was just like, okay, what can I learn from this? Where can I expand my horizons? What do I like? What do I want to be invested in? And that gets fostered at York? Initially. Like, do you find, you find like-minded people at York? Can you say you gravitate to like minds, like can get that energy from there? Right. Um, by accident. Huh. A lot. A lot by accident. So I remember being at York and there was like a whole bunch of basketball. Like I was playing basketball yeah, and yeah, all yeah. those guys, they would like... They would kind of like observe my swag and they'd be like, yo, like you, you play basketball. Like, yeah. why, why are you wearing nudie jeans and brand new Jordans mixed with like what have you at the time? Like, I don't know what I was wearing back then, but Anybody? probably a, no, I know, maybe not. <laughs> no, no. Um, it's funny you said bait. Like, I got like a grade seven, um, what was it? Like a student photo, like the class photos. And yeah. I was wearing like this babe hoodie. Oh, God. And then my mom was just like, why are you wearing this with the rhinestones? Like, you look crazy. I was just like, yo, mom, this is important. Trust me. <laughs> it was like a 12-year-old with a bait hoodie that I paid for myself. So, but um, 
yeah, so all these basketball players, they were looking at me like, yo, we're wearing sweats and this guy's like wearing jeans. So I don't know what's going on with him, but like I would stand out. Like, yeah. Totally stand out. And in that, people would kind of notice me like, yo, what's, what's this guy up to? Like, what's, what's he putting his time and energy and like passion into, right? Yeah. So um, I, would, I would see people and whether it was like in the hallways or like in my classes and I would, I would meet some people that I'm still friends with to this day. Um, at York and yeah York's that kind of space where you stand out if yeah. you stand out you're different yeah. I went to York so it's one of those where my brother and I came in two African boys with dreads <laughs> and we lived on campus right you know and the village or we no we lived on, on campus, campus first on campus. Okay. and you know liked Jordans played mm-hmm. basketball listen to hip hop, you know, would go downtown to party when people were just trying to be around campus. Like mm-hmm. when you do things differently, York mm-hmm. has a very cooped up, weirdly enough, place because of where it's located being mm-hmm. so far. Right. It has that sort of insulated feel to it. Right. And if you do anything different, it's like, why are you different? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I see guys like I see guys like you probably you played with Toot, right? Toot. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get a chance to play with him, but as I was coming in, he was like Exiting on his way out. Yeah, exactly. Like these are when we were there. Were those days when those guys were playing ball, and it was a different time because it was that mentality, and mm-hmm. they were looking at that same feeling, which mm-hmm. just y'all different, mm-hmm. you know. And it, what did that push you towards? Because you were saying like you were in vape hoodies when you were twelve. Yeah. Like, is that do you find a sense of community? You know. At school, but online too. Do you start looking online for that sense of community now, or you um, just? You know what? It's crazy because even like grade seven, grade eight, I was wearing like LRG, and people were laughing at me like, "What? What the hell is large?" I was like, "Bro, if you guys knew <laughs> like anything about anything, you that is a groundbreaking like, brand." Jonas Bavakwa is like the most important thing in life, <laughs> and you gotta like really understand. But now, um, I would say. The internet and reaching out to like minds on the internet is is also relatively new to me. Oh. Um, I wasn't really messing with the internet until, well, in that in that space until maybe second or third year. Like when I stopped playing basketball, yeah, I kind of was like looking for new outlets. Yeah, all this free time. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I got all this free time. You know, likes are great on Instagram. The girls are great on Instagram. What have you? But like. What can I really do with this? And that's when I kind of like finding, uh, started finding like new things like music. I remember like when I stopped playing basketball, Travis Scott first came out. I was like, yo, man, like I really feel this guy's energy. And then. What was that weird? He did a show here. He did a show. show. He did a show. He ended up there. Again, like yeah, I'm just, right you're place, going right to this stuff. And you know, I got to give credit to like my friends too, like. Some of my best friends also are into the same things that I'm into. And, like, they'll be like, yo, have you heard this? Like, yeah. And then uh, Travis Scott had an album, not even an album, like, not even a mixtape, just, like, a project that he put out online. It was called XX. And, like, that was the start of a lot for me. That was the start of a lot. Whether it was, like, dressing a certain way or conducting myself a certain way when I was in public like it was okay to be different it was okay to be different through what I was listening to it took that it took that for you to feel it was okay to be different like yeah that shift yeah interesting because other than that like being different as far as what I was exposed to was like frowned upon right 
Um, Jesus was great too. Jesus was great. <laughs> nah, man. Jesus, I, hey, look. I, I, you know what? To this day, whatever Kanye, whatever his political views, whatever it's not whatever, but whatever. Um, Jesus was probably to this day my favorite Kanye project, and it was just because it was like an era in my life that like things were changing. Yeah. And like yeah. music, music has a space in yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, no. And like the samples on it were crazy. Like I just I had so much fun with that album. So music has fun. a space in time. So much I fun. mean, I you know, I'm I'm old as dirt, so I would disagree with you. I'd probably go farther. <laughs> I didn't say his best, I just um, said my favorite. Yeah, okay. Favorite. Uh, I I I'll respect the the pick. Mm-hmm. Um I would still contend that there is some previous work that sure. not beautiful or dark. Beautiful Dark was great. But was Jesus, great. eh? Jesus. I, you know what? I, did you go to the show with... Did you go... Who did, you went to the show with a bunch of people, mm-hmm. I think. And I think to the Jesus show. To the Jesus show. Yeah, for sure. And I saw you after. Could be. And you were telling me how it's changed your life. It was awesome. You, and I mean it. I, I might have said it to you. looking at me. And I, yeah. just, I remember that right now, actually. You're just like... I like, hey, Alex. I was like, yo, like... Sounds Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, and I'm just, just so solid. I'm like, okay, like this is, this is definitely. I'm, I might have said it to you like on a whim in that moment, but like I meant it. I mean, I, the, you know, I, I always earnestly check in on you, and I, yeah. you know, I see it. I'm like, yo, guys, yo, it's on a mountain. I remember that. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you were so enthralled, and I get it. I think you know, I, I think even for this generation, a lot of people look back to Jesus and how that was recorded performed and impacted listeners at that time. It was groundbreaking. In, in a different way than, you know, old cats like, like myself will put it in the ecosystem of what we've listened to in our lifetime, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I respect the samples on it, you mm-hmm. know, I respect the sampling, but I would say I've heard better come out of last weekend Sunday service that I did on music. <laughs> you know, like, it's, I you know, I it's snippets, yeah. you know, it's snippets, but yeah. I'll take it. You know, I hope they're recording these things. Yeah, they got to they gotta throw push a T on that because, like, the way that's coming off is just like, yeah. Are they recording these things? Is this a setup? I, it's definitely a setup. We're being set up. It's, we're being set up. We're being bamboozled and the wool is being thrown over our eyes to try and forget, <laughs> like, the past, what was it, a year and a half that he's been wilding? But just let the man create. I think it's genius. Create. It's genius to let the genius just create. Right? Let him do his thing. Because it's... Putting him in a space where, cool, use all your energy here. Mm-hmm. Do this, mm-hmm. you know. Play the like, play the keys. Have the crowd be in the desert. Wear all white. So by the time people catch up to you at the end, you're tired, right? It's yeah. you know, it's it's a little cousin. We all have the little cousin, right? Like yeah. he runs around and just yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, comes tire himself out, tire himself out, and he passes out, right? And yeah. you know, I I don't know if this is deliberate or, or you know, it's a it's a big. Uh, Kardashian Jenner Empire plot, but I mean it's genius. I whatever it is, I'm, I'm happy he's creating. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that out. Um, there's a lot of explaining to do. <laughs> there's a lot of you know what when it when it comes to like just like things being on such a grand stage, there's there's always more than what they're letting on. Yeah. There's always more than what they're letting on. So. I just heard those snippets on Late Sunday. You know these Oscars are going on. Yeah. I heard those snippets. I was like. 
30 seconds. This is good. You one, know? One, one key. You know, like, you just like. One choir, one key. <laughs> You're like, oh, no way. This is crazy. Let it go. You have it. But. So you place you place that back into you use music as that outlet. Now. Yeah. So, are you? Where does music and fashion intersect for you? And and for people, it's different ways, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but is that what you said? Travis is dressed in a certain way, engaging right. with certain brands, a certain right. subcultures, a certain way. Is that where you start identifying to what he's with, or you're sort of relying on what you like, what he's looking to, what people around him? Are going against so I would definitely say music personally, music is the foundation. Right. Music is kind of a um a common language between again like minds. Right. Um yeah. Yeah, I can remember being like uh in the first grade and hearing like, yeah, I know I'm gonna like sound really young, but yes. being in the first grade and standards and hearing uh still Dre. Okay. And just like losing my mind, like, yo, this is like the craziest culture I've ever heard of. And like, from now on, I'm only living this way. And like, I kind of ran with that. I kind of ran with that too. And also like my dad was a DJ growing up. So he would like just play me a whole bunch of crazy stuff. And be like, yo, how do you feel about this? But like, what if they slowed it down? But like, what if they picked it up? And I'm oh, like, that's dope. I like it. I get it. Didn't know your dad was a DJ. Yeah, That's me neither. Until like <laughs> maybe later on, being like, my dad was a DJ. He's a DJ, and uh, all the crates make sense now. So now you're listening. So that era. Mm-hmm. What's a what's a what's a Nate wearing in that era? What am, wearing, like, what am I wearing? Can I just picture Dr. Dre and the Still Dre? Oh, in the first grade, the Still Dre video, and it's that shiny. It was, it was, it was uh, jean jacket, jean yeah. jacket, jean jacket, mm-hmm. um, and jeans, just bottoms. Period. Yeah, like triple X, yeah. shiny fat farm, elongated yeah. white tee. Yeah, um, what was I wearing? Indiglo Jordan 14s, actually. Oh, it's not. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's also crazy. My dad plays like a huge part in like my upbringing, of course. Um, but his close friend worked in some kind of vicinity with like Nike, and he was like a higher up. Yeah. So for whatever reason, my dad's close friend always made sure I was laced. I remember having like phone posits before they were even in like Canada and like ACG and everything. Oh, yeah. So again. It's like the common language, like music led to this, yeah. led to that. So I mean, sneakers is a common thread along mm-hmm. the board. Um, of course. I, I think overall as there's a point where you start understanding clothes and sneakers. Mm-hmm. That you actually, it actually registers, mm-hmm. right? You're like, oh, I got Indigo 14s. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I got phones. Yeah. You know, after a while, I was just like, yo, I just got Nikes. I'm just going to put these on and go to school and flex. It was, you know? it was, that was never the case for me. Like, I was never casually wearing something that I didn't know what I was wearing. I remember being in, like, the after-school program in elementary school. And literally, like, kids were playing, like, Connect Four and chess and checkers. And I was on Nikeytown.com, just, like, looking up the new shops. I used to call them the <laughs> Boings for whatever reason. I don't know why. But just like looking up the new shots, oh man, Vince Carter had this crazy commercial. I don't know if you remember it, but he was like walking through the streets. I don't know. Get it? Get oh, it, in the suit? In, in the, the suit? suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw grainy footage of that. That like, was those amazing. Were the that, caught that was amazing. And then there yeah. was like the and one commercial with the beat with the basketball. That was that was, that was like the basketball. 
all of that was like the era where uh, I was just freestyle? like freestyle, freestyle. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was just like looking this up on the internet at like the age of eight. And this is like before the internet was even uh, popping. So like, crazy it's definitely like ingrained within me. So it's crazy that you say that. Yeah, I remember watching. Um, because you know I didn't grow up here, mm-hmm. so like yeah. I, I was in Abidjan and on the fifty-six k modem. Yeah, and my boy had we had Kazaa. Kazaa was and amazing. we used Kazaa to download uh, the the Nike basketball freestyle thing. When Kazaa had previews, yeah, that changed the whole game. I don't know. I don't even game. remember previews on Kazaa. Oh. If you had like, if you were like halfway through the download, it could like you could see. Oh yes, so yes, you could verify yes, if it was yes. real or not. And you remember the Bill Clinton thing? Absolutely. Okay, go on. Sorry. <laughs> it's a dark side. But yeah, like you say, you you ate watch man. It's like that's the video that made me not even N one mixtape. Like <laughs> we had four or five people that had everyone mixtape the physical VHS and right. it was just circulating around town. By the time it got to you, it was so beaten up you yeah. could see nothing. Yeah. But having that that video had me on my mom's terrace dribbling a basketball. Yeah. Every day. Trying to do all right? the moves. But not looking at sneakers. Yeah. So that's the impact, right? Like sometimes you don't think about these things. It's like I saw this and I saw, you know, uh, lack of award a way out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? For me, it was like, I'm gonna study this, and these are the skills that the best people in the world are doing. Not shooting in your whatever, like no. Mm-hmm. I need to have a handle like that mm-hmm. so I can play guard. Okay, some, got it. so you took it from like grandeur, the, the basketball. Yeah. I took the basketball aspect. Gotcha. You're looking at this and be like, oh, is that a dry fit? Is that is that is that elegant? Dry? Is that a reversible jersey? What do you got on? They got GP threes. You know, yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. looking at product. Like yeah. it's insane that that young you're already sort of dissecting that. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, later on now, the year is, what, is it 2019, we're looking at product, we're looking back and you look at Alpha Project and you look at some of the product that from back then, mm-hmm. you look at sneakers that exist now and do you just laugh? You just like... 100% <laughs> like, how did I ever... Like, no, like, I don't even understand how guys are playing elite level basketball in any of these, yeah. in any of these, but... um now, just to bring up like commercials real quick, and it's the last thing I'm going to mention when it comes to commercials, but I remember I downloaded again on Kazaa, Jadakiss did a commercial with Allen Iverson. That is correct. And I still can remember that rap to this day. And like, that was a really big defining moment too, for sure. For sure. Reebok had a moment. They did. They had oh, they had their guy and um, everything was clicking and everything was running through AI for a moment and they ran with it. The beat with the the shoe screech. Mm-hmm. A five. Yeah, yeah, Check them out. It's the new A fives. You gotta rock them. They oh, put a zone in the league to try to stop them. Yeah, you actually does remember that. Oh, keeping it a buck. I it's it's funny when great processes stuff, right? You're just like, yo, I, I I'm still sitting on this. Uh, piece of knowledge. Yeah, great marketing. Great marketing. Yeah, you're just sitting on a piece of knowledge that's just sitting there. But just to backtrack again, like, so now you're at York, mm-hmm. second or third year, mm-hmm. you're venturing. I'm a veteran? You're venturing. Now. Oh, venturing, yeah. 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 So now, you you know, you 
You work downtown now? You work downtown? Where am I at? Uh, so my roommate ended up living in the village at York, which if you know anything about, you know how dangerous it is. Not even because it's a bad neighborhood, but just because like kids are just over there wilding. Um, but my roommate, I remember at the time, we had a great spot. It was like the top floor of like this big ass house and we were paying like next to nothing for it. Oh yeah, that's York. Um, but yeah, my roommate was just like, yo man, like, we're both done playing basketball. And at the time, he was taking accounting very seriously. And I was just like <laughs> kind of coasting through school as I've always done. And then he was just like, yo, man, like my sneaker collection at the time was fire. And he was just like, yo, like you, you're really into sneakers. Like I can't really see you doing anything else but like venturing out into sneakers and like kind of like exploring this space of like friends that I've made and this circle that I kind of created around mm. myself and he couldn't explain it and I couldn't really explain it, but he knew exactly where I was coming from. And then we went to Yorkdale one day and he was just like, yo man, like you should just apply it for a locker. Mm. And I was just like, all right, I guess. Yeah. I ended up speaking to a manager and he said, yeah, come through on like Monday. We'll do your interview then. And um, one thing led to another. I went, I went over there on Monday and as soon as I sat down, like, mind you, I had a great conversation with his manager. Yeah. Like, I got into everything. And it wasn't even, like, a forced thing. We were just casually speaking. So I, I pull up on Monday to Foot Locker, Yorkdale, and um, he's kind of just like, yo, like, when you start, this is what you're going to be doing, da 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 And I'm just like, all right, that's cool. So, like, are we going to do the interview? He's like, no, man, like, I'm going to hire you. You're good. And, yeah, I guess, like, the rest is history. Like, we are where we are as far as. Nice. My career goes, yeah. and um, yeah, that kind of that kind of allowed me to meet a whole bunch of cool people in yeah. a very short span of time, and um, yeah, that led to like, where I'm at right now. I mean, sneaker career. world is a it's so an interesting many, place. Yeah, man, it's an interesting like, place, especially in Toronto. And that's a very underrated thing that people don't want to talk about. Like, yeah, people don't want to give us. I mean, we'll take our credit. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Um, but very rarely do people speak of our city as a sneaker city. I think because historically we had zero access to like anything. People don't remember. I was actually talking. It's crazy. I was talking to someone about that the other day. We were talking about like Caravana. People used to drive up or come to to Toronto for a Caravana mm-hmm. and see us wear things. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have fire kicks. Like I... My brother would cop me some things and I'd just be happy to have them. Like, yeah. getting by. Students just getting by. I'd just have, like, cool gray fours. Right. I was wearing, I was wearing cool gray fours. I think that's cool going to come back, come back out this Cool gray fours. <laughs> My brother's cool gray fours, mind you. Mm-hmm. At Young in College, mm-hmm. when Young in College used to be the spot to be a banner because guys were, like, ghost ride whips and, like, flip 100%. the cars over. Flip the doors up, the Lambo, the Lambo doors up and the spinners yeah. and drive down and cops would say, well, yeah. cops would say something, but like it is what it is. And this dude asked me if my kicks were fake. Yeah. Because he couldn't believe he's that. He's never seen it. He's never seen yeah. like how he come to Canada and like a guy got cool grade fours, right? Yeah. And he's just, it, we've never, we've always battled this little brother syndrome, you know, mm-hmm. but... There are some people here who have skews that are older than me. 
Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Some people, and you know, it, there's some great collectors. There's great spirit too, as well. And I think more importantly here, what I respect about our sneaker community here is that it transcends uh, both racial and industry lines. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is that there are cats who work on Bay Street, right? That are big sneaker cats for sure. Like in a former life, when I was in that world, like there were cats who talked to me about sneakers. And I'm like. Aren't you supposed to be on the trade floor? Like, <laughs> like what are you talking about? 100%. Like, you know, because and sitting around, me, oh, you like you, you do. I go on to what I go on to New York. See my sister. I'd be like, hey, can you grab me this from Flight Club? What else you know about Flight Club? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and look at these guys. I think it transcends where we win is how much in our di- we win in our diversity in a lot of ways, and mm-hmm. that even involves sneaker community. And it's how people have attained a perspective of sneakers. For instance, in the Filipino community, it's. It's something that's very rarely, like, openly celebrated. But, mm-hmm. like, in Filipino community, like, sneakers are so important. And I, we have such a strong Filipino community here. Mm-hmm. And that carries over in how they carry themselves in a more humble way of just being, like, yeah, I got fire red freeze in my yeah, head. Yeah. Fire red threes in my closet. I'd be like, from when? You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. be like, from when? I don't know, like. Way back, way back, I'm like way what? Back. You know, and you're just sitting around. It's like the craziest gotta, cats in this whole. Like it, in a perfect world, you rent out the MTCC, and you just do like you just call out the city, like yo, <laughs> sneaker friends unite, whatever, whatever you got. <laughs> you know, like someone bankrolls it, right? Yeah. We got someone like you know, I wouldn't say mayor, but like you know, some our someone that's like us, like yeah. our mayor or whatever, and then like just yeah, I'm a bankroll this. Just bring you. Your folding table and your thing and just show us what you got. That would be you know? the like the craziest thing. And it would be like so pure. And then the next year everyone would try and throw money and behind exactly. it. Exactly. You know what I mean? And be like, hey, hi. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you are insert, uh, insert all complex con. I like, hear you running it. You <laughs> please don't bring up complex con. That's I'm just saying it was it. great when it first started and we should have went. There's a time for any there's a time for everything. This is kind of wait for the next thing. That for a person that's in the right place at the right time every time, you needed me to tell you to go. <laughs> no, I just wanted to go with you. <laughs> I, I understand, but like I just oh. thought it would have been great for us to, you know, venture. I think what was I doing at that time? I think I was working on like Young Street. Yeah. Yeah, I was working on Young Street and I was just uh kind of getting my feet wet with like the downtown core and yeah, I think I really want and you just got me started on like Nike running. Out the loft. Mm, right, right, so right. So I think at that point, right. like, I really, again, I just wanted to expand yeah, and see what You were really doing a there. lot then. I think that I, I saw a drastic shift in you at that moment. Yeah. And it was a positive one yeah. where you, I wouldn't say you are coming out of your shell, but, like, you willingly were making a conscious effort to go to public spaces. Yeah. Like... I didn't have to talk you into it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, there was like, a bit of convincing. There was a bit initially. of convincing. There's always yeah. going to be a bit of convincing with you anyways. Like the, hey, go show face. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. But you were, you were willing. Right? I bought in. You were, you were willing. In. And I think that's where really, you know, a lot of a drastic change came for you. But it's like, now I look at you and, you know, like, so proud. But yeah. <laughs> And that was, like, you know what? That was like such a weird era because it's like, People around, like my closest friends, were kind of looking at me strange. They were just like, "Yo, you know so and so," and so and so was like the most popular person in the city. I was yeah. like, "Dang, I guess I kind of do." Yeah. He's like, "How does how does so and so know you?" I was like, "Oh, 
don't know. I just kind of see them around, say hello, just keep it moving. Because when you were in that, you were part of that ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. beyond, you know, being a participant, you know, right. you want extracting yourself from it. And there's yeah. value in that. There's value in that also. that no one ever speaks about. Um, just being around immediately what's going on. Mm. You know what's going on sooner. The people that are making things happen, they know you. They mm-hmm. want to reach out to you and see what you're thinking, where you're coming from, or how you can contribute. Mm. So, yeah, there's definitely value to just like being in that ecosystem that you immediately want to participate in. So, do you find more so in our city? I, I've in our city, it's important to be close. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you find is that a hindrance perhaps sometimes for those who aren't close to find their way? Yeah, and they don't even know it. Mm. They don't even know it. Just like the day-to-day, you're missing out on so much. You're missing out on so much just not being close. Mm. And for me, like, I've never been afraid of a commute. Again, I, <laughs> I'm like a journeyman when it comes to, like, the GTA, like, literally Brampton, Guelph. You paid your dues. Vaughn, Scarborough, Markham, downtown, like, West End. Like, I'm everywhere. But, um I have no problem commuting like 30 to 40 minutes just to be a part of what's going on, even if it's for a couple of hours. And that's what got you ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I can't think of, you know, as I try to always figure out why you're in the right place at the right time all the time. I think that's what got you ahead because, you know, regardless of the time, I know how far you have to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I know Alpha, but you're there, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, I'm looking across the room, like, you're there? I'm like, you're good? I look at you, you all nod, you all nod. He's like, cool, all right. You're, like, <laughs> you're done, you just, you know, yeah. like, you all right? I say, yeah, okay, cool. And then you'll, you'll just, but you're present, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's not, in our city sometimes, we we equate um, social currency to like, who do you know? How do you know? And, yeah, hey, it's, it's crazy. in our city because it's the biggest small town world. Like, yeah, yeah, it's one degree of separation to anything. And that's everything. crazy how we have it like that. I mean, it is what it is, right? Yeah. Like, it, yeah. it, it, we... Like, I, I met you maybe, like, I don't know, maybe five, six years ago. And it's just, like, sometimes, like, to this day, I'll meet people and they'll be like, yeah, you know Mark? I'm like, yeah, I know Mark. Yeah, it's my guy, you know? And I, didn't, I had no idea that you knew them. And it's just, like, one person is connected to another person who knows that person who could get you in contact with that person. So, of course. And yeah. you know, what importantly for our city sometimes is very overlooked is that you wear so many hats in this city. You have to. Just to get by. You have to. Like, you, you know, want to get it? I want to get into this. I want to get into this topic. But go on. I, Sure, go ahead. You're, no, no, no. I want ahead. you to explain what you were going to say. But um, just in terms of wearing so many hats, I think it's out of necessity. And I think it's because hmm, what we do and what we can relate to and where we find our money and what we do, yeah. it's so limited here. Yeah. Like the resources are literally coming from four companies. Whereas... Obviously, our neighbors south of the border, they have an endless amount of resources. They got an endless amount of opportunities where you could thrive. And they got an endless amount of people that you could draw knowledge from. Over here, 
it's kind of like, hey, man, I do this. You also do this? Yeah. You're the worst. I'm the best. Yeah. I'm going to push you down to uplift myself. Mm. And I think, personally, I think it's due to a lack of resources and a lack of opportunity. I mean... It's getting better. It's getting better. But I, I'll that's say, what I will say this. There's, my response to that is twofold. Um, the Canadian market is a very controlled market in a lot of industries, right? Valid. So in a lot of ways, funding or resources mm-hmm. in a very finite number of places, mm-hmm. right? Our great mistake is the blame game that we do in a lot of cases where we don't support one of those initiatives. Mm-hmm. And that I don't think necessarily comes from not having enough resources. That's just willpower. Okay. Right? So I think sometimes that mentality that you, you talk about where people look at, oh, you're making this move? Mm-hmm. All right. Not trying to see how you can amplify, elevate, support, help, yeah. or extend a hand or see how you can work parallel to it is more so a, I you taking away from my bread. You know what I mean? Like crabs that, in a bucket. It's really crabs it, in a bucket. It, you know, it's, and it's sometimes, um, it's definitely changing because I sense more of a culture of collaboration in this city. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because there are a lot more resources now. Mm-hmm. And you can find the people that you need to be in contact with like yeah, that much easier. For sure. But I think the second aspect too that I want to talk about, about like that very specific point of city is that, you know, for a very long time, the people that made decisions laid in the dark okay you didn't know who you could talk to that ran so and so or did this or like but now everyone's within reach mm-hmm. right so even in this like this bigger small town we live a bit of our fishbowl market that we're here you still if you have the wherewithal the willingness to do it you can reach out and get answers For you sure. can get out and make things happen do you necessarily, are you going necessarily going to be able to? No, because there's a lot of impediments and you know how you go around. You look at the arts, you know, funding is a reality, mm-hmm. you know? And you know, I was sorry about sitting on a round table the other day with a number of black creatives and it's like, there's so few of us in this C-level and decision-making positions that you can't just cut to check mm-hmm. because I like Nate mm-hmm. and he has a project, mm-hmm. you know? It goes through checks and balances right. that live through four, five, six finite companies, you know? Um, so you, you navigate that world, right? But I think what we're getting better at, and I see a lot more, is like people are bridging worlds and people are willing to use whatever hat they have on to work with someone else. Because we gotta, you gotta get out, you can't get out alone. Like, yeah, it, it, you know, I'm seeing a lot of, I'm so excited when I see a number of collaborative projects. Like, you know, people are friends, in the city, it's easy. You talk about people say, hey, do you know Mark? So, yeah, so there'll be people in passing, you yeah. know, but where you draw the line is how do we add value to one another's lives? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm doing this and recording this, but like, I, Anna, Anna is doing a podcast with Joe and producing a YouTube series with Christina. Christina. Bridging walls together, being like, hey, if we do this together, we can grow. Like, right. there's something to build from here. Right. I can pull whatever it is that you know. And I know we can amplify our collective voices and make a difference, right? Um, It's encouraging. It's encouraging. It is. It's encouraging. But we got a long way to go. We do. We got a long way to go. We do. Um, And one thing also that I kind of noticed, um, I got a chance to go to um, Jamal's kickback. Yeah. 
and he was hosting like a whole bunch of kids from like the inner city. Um, but he did have a whole bunch of uh, guest speakers and one of them was from Chicago. And then I got a chance to just like pick his brain again, like I usually do with like minds. And then he was kind of just like explaining to me the culture historically in Chicago. Yeah. And he put me on to like certain Instagram accounts that explain like literally what's going on in Chicago every day. He put me on a podcast that I can't stop listening to. What is it? It's called Bronzeville. And if you could picture The Wire, but in the 1940s, but in <laughs> Chicago... Okay. Right? <laughs> That's what it is. It's like it's it's like a, a radio play. String a bell with a fedora? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, all of that. Um, but again, like places like major cities within North America kind of have a bit more maturity than us. Like you could say, I'm from Chicago. My father's from Chicago. My grandfather's from Chicago. Yeah. And this is what's happened in every generation. Whereas we are kind of like the first ones here. Like, yeah, but we're the first ones here, but we're also the first ones to want to tell the city story. That's true too. Like a lot of the premise of why I started this was because, Mm -hmm. you know, as we travel collectively, I got tired of people telling me about my city. Mm -hmm. Since we're so nascent to so many quotation marks, we just got here apparently. Right. People have a false sense of understanding Drake of effect, Vince Carter we're... effect, all of that. What's that? The, the Vince Carter effect, yeah. right? Yeah, like, there was no bottle service until Vince Carter showed up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we also did. Nobody stood on couches until. Like, yeah. Like, hey, you know what I mean? Like, these are the realities you have. But everybody else wants to tell your story. Mm-hmm. And I, a lot of those major American cities have had that. Because mm-hmm. you look at New York, the history of New York for a very long time was told through the story of who came to New York. Right. Right? Not what has happened in New York. Mm-hmm. And I think... From our world, since we live in such a digital connected world, mm-hmm. a lot of what our narrative and our story is, is what people portray us as. For sure. So you and I, we go on a plane and you go somewhere. Oh, you're from Toronto. Mm-hmm. First thing people will do is reach for a phone. Yeah. And show you so-and-so, right? Perhaps you know. Perhaps you don't know. It's Toronto, but you have a degree of separation. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, I'm aware of it. Oh, okay. So you guys are still like, whatever, like, what thing? I should got to come. Like, we're not a uniform unit. Yeah, and our story is a lot more diverse than what you see. So diverse, and what is sold to you in music lyrics or mm-hmm. what the internet would like to tell you, mm-hmm. right? So, other cities have had a chance to have numerous platforms and entertainment and media to tell their story. Right, we're just starting to do that. Yeah. We're just starting to put stuff out that you know shows the real tour, like the noisy. What was it? Was it the noisy Toronto? Uh, that had press up and come down. Was yeah. it noisy? Uh, I want to say, yeah. I think it was noisy. I want to say. double check that. But that was a great leap forward, mm-hmm. right? Because it showed a significantly different side That's to right. a very jaded cookie-cutters audience that just yeah. go to noisy for the, oh, Blackpool, this is England, and yeah. then noisy Atlanta, and see a young Travis Scott in TM8088 sitting yeah. in the kitchen, you know, yeah. and like, they want to see, you know, the Migos with, you know, bricks around them, you right. know, like they, and they came and said, cool, this is Toronto. This mm-hmm. kid can't come back to Toronto because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. These, you know what I mean? Like, do you see that reality? It's, a, it's so different. It's so different than like what the, what the narrative is yeah. out there in the States. So, um, I think 
again, like I have to congratulate you for like even starting this initiative because things like this are so important for telling our story and kind of documenting what's going on at this very moment here because our voices are pretty limited here, I would say. Yeah, I, but I'm not alone. There's a lot of people out there that are making a conscious effort of doing this. Okay. And that's where I'm happy to see that spirit of collaboration because it takes people wanting to open up their arms for us to collectively tell a story, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can be the one guy on top of the tree yelling, mm -hmm. you know, to an entire village. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the more people on top of more trees doing it the right way, Again, it carries yeah. more voices. The right you know? way. So the right, the right way, way so for sure. Important. I mean, don't yell towards the ocean for crying out loud. <laughs> so it's it's nice to be able to to have the opportunity now in 2019 to have a free form format where you can create, right? Mm -hmm. You're not bound by regulations or anything to do that. And we live in a very regulated economy. Like mm -hmm. our our cell phone oh, system just got that not even get me. Check it's not even good. Check your bills. I know. Roger's been it's double so charging good. me for time. It's on so Anyways, good. double check your bills. Um, <laughs> yeah, we live in a very regulated market. And, and fact of the matter is like it will take a few brave souls to do a lot. And there's a lot braver souls out there than I could ever name than myself. And for me, it's just a matter of just getting people a chance to just chat. You yeah. know? Like yeah. what you got to say. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And in a sense, it's like sitting like guys like you and these conversations that we have on the phone or, you know, we have in the corner of a party. Right. Or that we have a Houston bar and grill. Yeah. At the corner of Young and Wellington. Wellington, yeah. Young and Wellington. Uh, when someone will mess up your table and forget <laughs> that you had a reservation. I mean, anyway, it's a story for another day. Which is now pick six. It is now, is it still pick six? Do it's they, still pick six. Pick six is still there. Does it exist though? Pick six is still there. Okay. Yeah, pick six is still there. I mean, it's not, it's not currently open, but it's, it's still there. Okay. Um, there's no weather. The weather right now doesn't dictate that, you know, for that kind no, of entertainment. It's not, it's not patio. No, relaxed, it's not. Know, yeah. That kind of, and that, you know, with that kind of team behind it, mm -hmm. you can have that be a snowbird situation, you yeah. know, fly down to Florida, enjoy your time and come back and open it up in May, you know, like, Reopen, reopening. Like, we gotta open a business like that, man. New energy, reopening. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> They'll take over the summer all over again. So I'm not worried about that for those guys. But and you'll be there. Yeah, you'll be there. We'll if there's a thing, you know, we'll we'll just find in a room. We'll, we'll see, out. man. We'll see. It's a reflex, man. We'll I walk into a room and I just look up. I just look for dreads. I'm like, <laughs> oh, there you. It's like the long journey. You know what? I I've been wanting to cut them for so long too. What? I've been wanting to cut them for so I just, I'm too emotionally. Attached. This is a podcast exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, everyone around me will tell you, oh, Nate's, Nate's bullshit right now. He doesn't want to cut it. But I want to cut my hair so bad. It's just like, I'm too emotionally attached. One and two, I kind of feel like it's a part of my brand now if I have one. But yeah, uh, it's like, look for the tall, slender dude with dreads. Life doesn't end when your dreads go, man. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm telling you this. I, I know. Well, I, I know. And it's, it's going to be a point. It's uh, going to be a point where I don't have a choice. Too. Uh, I got to get rid of it. What do you mean? Dreads are tame now. No, nah, I'm saying. Like, like a major. Eventually, you recede and you thin out and all these lovely I'm talking things. Talk about recede. You know, don't have these problems. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have these problems, man. Look, right, luckily I'm, today, I got the fresh crispy locks. You know, yeah. We're all right. We're Enjoy all right. those while you have we're, them. We're all right for another. Then you will grow a beard. I can't. So people. But I'm like, oh, it's it, impossible. It, take, it takes a minute, but you no, know, just got the internet got a mad ideas on how people can grow beers. Like, and I got to figure out a way to transplant some uh, 
something. Nah, you'll be good. Um, to wrap up, what's next for you? What do you? What do you? What do you? What are you skewing? What's the next barrier? If not, what's the next cultural experience that we need? You're gonna be going to take part on. As far as what's next, man, like I really feel overzealous with ambition and excitement and anxiety, even at times. Like I, I just, I'm always gonna want more. <laughs> and, and you and I have these conversations all the time. I have a text offline. threat to prove it. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm always gonna want to run before I even know how to crawl, yeah. let alone walk. So I'm always like chomping at the bits for just an overall better sense of purpose, mm. purpose and meaning. So not to get too deep. No, 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 no. We, yeah, I'm, all, I'm always, I'm always searching for that. And I think like professionally right now, uh, there's a lot of room for growth. So we're going to explore that. And then as far as uh, what's next, like in my personal life, I could just, just want to have fun. I just want to have fun and just, be with my people and learn some new things and get better, get wiser, and just do things. You know, my way. The, you know what I'm saying? Keeping your dreads and seeing the, <laughs> hair, the gray hairs start trickling through. Oh, I got two. I got two on this side. You right need here. to stop. I got two gray stop hairs. Stop this. And like they grow, like just like stop really this. apparently, just like straight. Just like I'm here. I'm present. How are you beating me? I can't wait for gray hair to go through the I beard, got gray bro. hairs, man. And oh, it's not cool. Man. I'm trying to go gray so bad. It's not <laughs> These Ugandan jeans will not kick in. Um, it, but I think that I, the biggest thing for you, and we, we, I've said it before and I'll say it again, is those soft skills. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's finding the value in showcasing, celebrating, amplifying, and owning those soft skills. 100%. To pour into that professional world for sure. Mm-hmm. But purpose comes from really blowing out what it is that you're, you're good at, you're passionate about, right. and most importantly, people recognize in you, right. you know, and it's, you're always going to have the support around you to do that, because again, this is the city. I'm thankful for that, Yeah, too. you're always going to have the support around that to, to be able, you have fantastic people around you, um, but most importantly, it's, it's, don't be in a hurry, man, like, you're in a rush all the I time, know. bro, I like, I know, <laughs> I can't, I try, I try and, like, slow things down and, like, really just, like, Try and stop and smell the flowers. Go to all those workouts, man. Go to all those workouts. Yeah, Go to I do. I do. All these I, try, I try and stay fit, man. Go to Mayo Detox and all shout, that. Shout out to Buddha and Shredlocks and Christina for like even Yo, setting saw, that up. But <laughs> I saw dude do the ropes super fast. I'm yeah. like, no, 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 no. Shout out to David. I Lovely, just, but no. You got to maintain. You got to maintain at the end of the day. And if it means like 10 kilometers a week, that's cool with me. 10 kilometers a week and mixing it up with like a little workout every now and again. You can again. do more than 10 a week. Huh? You can do more than 10 a week. I know I can. You can do more than 10 a week. I can probably give you 10 a day. You've been dodging <laughs> You've been dodging a half marathon for a long time. I, I think this is the year. I forget who I was talking to, but I said it today, um, twice actually. And yeah, I think a lot of people who I'm around within like the, the whole running world, they're like really surprised that I haven't ran a race yet. I'll fix that. <laughs> I know to talk you into it, it'll have to take a destination, which I'm okay with. Okay. Um, 
Oh, yeah, you don't have a choice. If you go to Chicago, you go somewhere else to like two run, like you're gonna have to. Run. You got you gotta have to run. So. And you taking you taking the experience without thinking about the distance mm-hmm. when you're not in your own city. Because if you're in your own city, you're looking around and like, okay, I'm at Spadina now. You know, yeah. <laughs> it ends at Bay. You know, you, you know, start pressuring yeah. like, you know. damn. And you get by cheer squad. You're like, hey, it gives you the jolt for like. 300 meters yeah. and you're just like man i just i'm over this you know but yeah no one had to take another city i'll put them i literally brought in a couple of people to like the east run crew like yeah. recently and uh, we were just talking about like destination runs and they did a couple of cool ones that i, I would be interested in and we'll see we'll see where it takes me we'll see where it takes me well thank you thank you thank you for the time no thank doubt. you for coming appreciate you All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. thanks for listening